Ahora sí parece una iglesia pentecostal. John chapter 1, verse number 10. We're just going to have a conversation tonight, okay? El Evangelio de Juan, hermanos, capítulo 1, versículo 10. Evangelio de Juan, capítulo 1, versículo 10. I want to help. I want to help you out. Vamos, quiero ayudarles. Um, I want to say this in a kind way so that you understand. Quiero decir esto de una manera amable para que la podamos entender. If most of us were honest, si muchos de nosotros fuéramos honestos, we would say that we are relatively new in this relationship with Jesus Christ. Diríamos que tal vez somos relativamente nuevos en esta relación solamente con Jesucristo. Correct. Es correcto. Amen. You're just getting to learn. Estamos comenzando a aprender. And experience things. Now I am not taking anything away from you that you may have already previously learned or any experiences that you have had. But technically, um, with the exception of maybe Brother Garson and, and some people from the original group, this church is only four years old, the rebirth of this church. And many of you have, have um, came into relationship with Jesus within that time. Y de esa so as a pastor, I don't expect the same things años. out of you that I would maybe marathon. But we're growing. Pero that's exciting. Y eso se This is why things here aren't perfect yet. Por eso es que todas las cosas aquí no son perfectas. No que se vayan a hacer perfectas. Somos una iglesia relativamente joven. With a lot of people that have just recently came into relationship with Jesus. Con algunos que recientemente han comenzado su relación con Jesucristo. Now we're growing. Estamos creciendo. But I want to help you tonight. Pero quiero ayudarles. And I want to I want to begin to teach you from the very simplest concepts how to hear from God. Now everything God would say to you can be and must be confirmed in the word of God. And, and I have noticed that several que varios, uh, people, when they first start hearing God, gente a a Dios, have a hard time understanding what he says. In other words, if you cannot confirm it in God's word, y si no se puede confirmar en la palabra de Dios, you have not heard from God. So a lot of people make mistakes. But I want to exercise your basic instinct tonight by challenging you to simply observe God. So John chapter 1 verse number 10 says this. And he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. En el mundo estaba, y el mundo por, fue, por él fue hecho, pero el mundo no le conoció. Three things. Tres cosas. 
Jesus came into the world. Jesús vino al mundo. Jesus had made the world. Jesús había creado el mundo. And the world didn't know him. Y el mundo no le conoció. Let me tell you something tonight. Déjeme decirles algo en esta noche. God is here right now. Dios está aquí en este momento. And he has made everything. Y él ha creado todo. But our problem still seems to be that we do not recognize him. Pero nuestro problema parece ser que todavía no le podemos When he's been here all along. Cuando él está aquí todo. That's the struggle. Y esta es una batalla. And so what I want you to I want you to understand tonight is that if you are truly going to have a relationship with God, you have got to get to know Him. You've got to get to understand Him. And you've got to observe what He is doing. Now this may surprise you. I hope it doesn't. But God is always doing something. Pero Dios siempre está haciendo algo. Always. Siempre. Everything. Todo. Gets its permission to happen. Todo tiene permiso para suceder. By the sovereign hand of God. Por la soberana mano de Dios. So whatever is going on. O sea, lo que todo lo que esté pasando. God has granted permission for Dios it to go. Le ha permitido, le ha dado ese permiso. God is always speaking. Dios siempre está hablando. Right now, God is trying to speak to you. Ahora Dios mismo okay. nos está tratando de hablar. The, the problem is, is if you don't observe him, El problema es que si no le observamos a él, you won't see it or hear it. No le vamos a ver okay. ni le vamos a oír. So it starts with that. Entonces comienza con eso. Now, now watch this. Veamos esto. He came unto his own and his own received him not. A lo suyo vino, versículo 11, hermanos. A lo suyo vino y lo suyo no le recibieron. The children of Israel el pueblo de Israel were God's chosen people. Era el pueblo escogido de Dios. The children of, of Israel el pueblo de, el de Israel were hand-selected by God. Fueron seleccionados por la mano de Dios. If anybody on the face of the earth should have known him it should have been his people but they didn't they didn't know him see people ask me all the time why are there so many churches because at some point a church gets mature enough la iglesia se pone tan madura that it stops observing God stops recognizing God they, they start operating by man-made traditions man-made doctrines they don't need God anymore so they don't find God what I want you to challenge yourself with until the day Jesus takes you home is to always be aware of God if he is always moving and if he is always talking then your mission should always be to see him move and to hear his voice. Y escuchar su voz. Always. Siempre. I am praying for an example. Yo estoy orando, por ejemplo, We've lost most of the musicians, so I'll just talk to a couple of them. Perdimos toda la música, I am praying estoy orando, that at some point que en algún punto, every one of the musicians cada uno de los músicos, becomes aware of God. 
se estén de prevenidos de Dios and they begin to operate y comiencen a operar not by talent or even reading sheet music no, music no por el talento o por la música but they begin to operate in harmony en armonía or symphony with God o en sinfonía con Dios to the point where you can just throw the music out and just say this is what God's doing let's go deja la música y dice vamos a ir vamos I tell our preachers Yo le digo a los predicadores, when new people come here when, when, when sinners come here cuando lo, gente nueva o pecadores vienen aquí, I do not care how fancy their sermon is if it doesn't sermon, minister to that person si no le a esa persona, you're not working in harmony with God and so it should be all of our goals Debe ser toda meta, whether we're on our job sea trabajo, or walking in the community or, or sitting at home casa, to create this spiritual observation that is constantly saying God what are you doing at this moment? What are you saying at this moment? If you don't you'll miss him. Jesus came unto his own and they didn't receive him and they didn't know him it can happen in this church Jesus can step into this church and we can completely miss him because nobody's looking for him because nobody's looking for him this is what's got to be created in your heart if you are going to walk with God from this point forward it's got to be in constant awareness of where he is and what he is doing if not then you just got a weekend religion you've just got a Sunday type faith I want to know where he's, what he's doing on Monday. I, I want to hear what he's saying when I go to bed. I, I want to know what his voice is when I'm sitting on my job. I, I, I really want to help some of you grow up so that you can hear him and observe him everywhere. I, I, I feel sorry for the children of Israel. Jesus Christ, the Messiah came. They didn't, didn't see him. 33 and a half years he walked in front of them. He performed miracles. He cast out devils. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. And they didn't even see him. They didn't recognize him. This is what you have to develop. It cannot be that you have to wait till Wednesday to talk to the pastor to get your answer. You, have, you do not have faith in God if you've got to get answers from someone else you have faith in someone else and I understand at the beginning of your relationship that is okay that's why I'm here as a guy to help encourage and to point but at some point you have to recognize God and understand what he's doing I, I want to help you with that watch verse number 12 
It says, but as many as received him or recognized him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Mas a todos los que le recibieron, a los que creen en su nombre, le dio potestad de ser hechos hijos de Dios. Now watch this, verse 13. Versículo 13. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Los cuales no son engendrados de sangre, ni de voluntad de carne, ni de voluntad de varón, sino de Dios. truly born again, si verdaderamente nacimos de nuevo, it has got to be a spiritual awakening. Tiene que haber un despertamiento espiritual. It's got to change the way that you hear. Tiene que cambiar la manera de cómo It's got to change the way that you see. De cómo vemos. It's got to even change your hunger and your desire. Es más, tiene que cambiar nuestra hambre y nuestros deseos. When I came to church, cuando yo llegué a la iglesia, my hunger was for alcohol. Mi, mi hambre era por el alcohol. My hunger was for all these other things. Por todas estas otras cosas. But the impact of what Jesus Christ did in my life. Pero el impacto de lo que Jesucristo hizo changed all those things. Cambió todas esas cosas. I, I, I argue with people all the time. Yo argumento con la gente todo el tiempo. I say, well, I'm saved. Ah, yo soy salvo. I say, no, you're not. Yo le digo, no, I can't no see the change. Yo no puedo ver el you're doing the same things you did Hace lo mismo que before you ever came to church. Antes que la you're still drinking, you're still Sigue smoking, bebiendo, you're still fumando, fooling around. You're still... Por if you truly come in contact with God, si en verdaderamente, verdaderamente it becomes a life-changing experience. Tiene que haber una Everything una about you begins cambio. to change. No, tiene que you're, you're not quote-unquote normal anymore in the world's standard. You are completely different. This, this is why we say brother and sister in this church. Because you're in a new family now. You don't act the same, you don't talk the same, you don't walk the same. You're in a new family. So I, I want to help you tonight. Romans chapter 1 verse number 20. It's easier than you think to hear from God, to observe God, to understand what God's doing. Romans chapter 1 verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead so that we are without excuse. Romanos 1.20, hermanos. Dice así, porque, porque las cosas invisibles de él, su eterno poder y deidad, se hacen claramente visibles desde la creación del mundo, siendo entendidas por medio de las cosas hechas, de modo que no tienen excusa. This is what this means. Esto es lo que esto quiere decir. If you want to understand the invisible things si queremos entender las cosas God, invisibles, you have to understand the things that he's made. You have to become observant of natural things en de cosas if you ever want to become observant of spiritual things. Si queremos ser verdaderamente observadores de cosas espirituales. Verse number 21, 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and foolishness, uh, and their foolish heart was darkened. 
Pues habiendo conocido a Dios, no le glorificaron como a Dios, ni le dieron gracias, sino que se envanecieron en sus racionamientos y su necio corazón fue entenebrecido. You were created for one purpose. Fuimos creados con un propósito. Anybody know what that is? ¿Sabe cuál es ese? One ultimate purpose. There's many other purposes, but one ultimate purpose. ¿Cuál es el último propósito? To worship and glorify God. Para adorar a Dios, dice la hermana. Yeah, I've said this before, but you understand. Now, this is my opinion, okay? How many people understand that Lucifer was kicked out of heaven? What was his job? What was he created for? To worship, right? Okay. Isn't it interesting that when God kicked him out, he kicked one-third of the angels out? Now, is that a random number? I don't think so. I can find only three archangels in the Bible. Three angels that were in charge of legions of angels. Can you name them? Miguel. Michael. Gabriel. Gabriel. And Lucifer. Lucifer was an archangel. That's the only three that I can find. What, what is Michael's job? He's the warrior angel. Every time you see him in scripture, he's, fight, he's, he's going to fight. Gabriel, what is his job? Messenger. Every time you see Gabriel, he's bringing a message. And Lucifer was worship. You already said that. Is it possible, my opinion, that the worship, worshiping angels, were also cast out with Satan? Lucifer. If one third were gone, we can still see the warrior angels fighting. We can still see the messenger angels bringing messages. But when Lucifer fell, the worshiping angels were gone. This is why Lucifer hates you so much. You are replacing his job or his function. You were brought here to take care of what he couldn't take care of. I'll go even further. Do you know the one thing that we have on this earth that was not created on this earth? Do you know what it is? Music. Music was the one thing that was created in heaven and transferred to the earth. Everything else is of the earth. So music, this is why the music team's got to be so careful. It's something that was created in heaven for a very specific purpose. Inspire worship. If the music doesn't inspire worship, then it's of this world. So you were created to worship. You were created to observe God and glorify God. The problem is that if this does not become who you are, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
and only on Sunday, y solamente el domingo, you will never see God move in your life. No, no, nunca vas a a Dios you will never hear his voice. Nunca vas a escuchar su voz. You will never observe him. Nunca le va a a él, o le vas a ver. Now you can say, well, I have all these other purposes. I understand that. But ultimately, you were created to bring glory to him. And that's more than just the music you sing. That's when you wake up on, oh, I'm going to ruin my whole lesson tonight. That's when you wake up on Monday morning and you smell the rain. Anybody like the smell of rain? I like the smell of rain. And you just, you just start shaking like, oh, Jesus, you're so good. Thank you for the rain. You bring glory to him. And he says, oh, you observed me today. Now I can communicate with you. When you get in your car, I don't know about you, but if you get in your car and you, you see the sun coming up, he's like, oh, thank you for all those colors. What beautiful work you do. Jesus said, you brought glory to me. He says, you can see me? We have got to become so observant that even during the difficult times you step back and bring glory to God. That's what worship is. When you do that, your spiritual eyesight spiritual eyesight is allowed to begin to focus and observe him. The reason they didn't recognize him is because they weren't looking for him. They didn't expect he would show up. You got to understand between the Old Testament and the New Testament 400 years had passed and, and the Bible God didn't say anything. For 400 years, he finally shut up, didn't say anything. And nobody noticed. That's how bad it got. He stopped talking and nobody knew it. They didn't, they didn't expect him. They weren't looking for him. This, my wife and I, my wife said this last Wednesday when she taught here. When she asked you, whose voice are you listening to? She said, we play this game with our kids. Has anybody played Slugbug? You see a little, little uh, VMW Volkswagen bug and you smack the person. Say, slug bug, bueno, no returns. Well, that game started getting violent. So my wife came up with the idea. Why don't we just look for yellow cars? And we'll say, yellow car safety. And then you just touch the person. Now we thought there wasn't any yellow cars. Or very few yellow cars. We don't live in a city that has yellow taxis. We thought, well, that'll be safe. Do you know what happens when you start looking for yellow cars? That's all you see is yellow cars. And now we're saying oh, we need a new vehicle. And so I began to tell her that you know, this is probably the vehicle we should get. She said, well, I don't know what they look like. I don't know nothing about them. So I tried to explain to them. Now, everywhere she looks, 
she sees that vehicle. Where's Sammy? I bet you drove a lot and thought, man, I'm the only one in town has got this color of car and look at this. You ever notice when you buy a brand new car, all of a sudden you recognize everybody's got the same car. I mean, you even stand a lot and say, I'm the only one in town going to have this one right here. And you don't get further than a block away and you're like, hey, they got a car just like mine. You start waving at them. It's like, yeah, same car. We're cool. Look at that over there too. Yeah. What's the difference? Your focus. You only see the things you focus on. Same thing with God. You will only see him when you focus on him. This is, this is the whole trick of, of the enemy. It's not to not get you to church. The enemy don't care if you come to church or not. The only thing the enemy gets worried about is when you start changing your focus. He can handle you singing a few songs and crying a couple of tears and shouting Jesus once in a while. But when you wake up Monday morning still looking for God, you have now messed Satan's day all up. Because now you're focused. Now he knows you're going to see God in everything. Even in your problems, you're going to say, oh God, I see you here. I don't want to go through this, but I see that you're here in this. So, so your focus begins to change and your observation begins to open up. Now you'll see him. Satan, oh, oh help me Jesus, I'm going to get in trouble. We better go. Satan don't care that the largest church here in Storm Lake is this church. Or, or that, I'm, I'm not talking Satan about this church, but that other church down the road. Because they don't focus more than 45 minutes on a Sunday. That's it. It blew me away. I, I had to take my wife to the emergency room one day. And, um, I, I think I had to rush back to, to get something at home. And it was like 6.30 in the morning. And I'm driving by on a Sunday. And I'm driving by a church that says, we now have a 15-minute mass. That messed me up. I'm like... How do you have a whole church service in 15 minutes? I almost pulled over because I was trying to do the math. I'm like, well, if they make announcements and they offer prayer and they take up an offer, I can't figure it out. I can't even get through prayer requests in 15 minutes. What, that, what they ultimately were saying is for, the, for those of you that have a short attention span, we can now meet your needs. If you think you can focus on Jesus for 15 minutes every week, I got to be honest with you. If I attend a 15 minute church service, I'll be sitting there the whole time not thinking about God, thinking about how they're going to pull this off. And I bet there's still people looking at their watch saying, I got to get out of here. I got to beat the breakfast crowd down to family table. I want to get my favorite booth and I want to be over there in the corner. For someone that truly is a Christian, 
para un verdadero cristiano, a lover of Jesus, un amador de Jesús, time means nothing. El tiempo no significa it becomes nada. about observing God and what He is doing. Porque queremos observar a Dios en todo lo que él está haciendo. We've talked a little bit about Pentecost and revival. Hablamos un poquito del Pentecostal y del avivamiento. Did you know that there are some churches? Sabías que hay algunas iglesias that don't leave until God's done. Que no terminan el servicio hasta que Dios. I mean, they'll acaba. pray to like three or four in the morning. Hasta las tres o cuatro de la mañana. They got to work on Monday. Y tienen que trabajar el lunes. Do you, you know Sister Madeline Ruder, the one that plays our organ? Recuerda la mano Madeline Ruder, la que toca el órgano, el piano. When she was pastoring. Cuando ella estaba pastoreando. They would have church. Ellas tenían iglesia. Six days a week. Seis días a la semana. For seven weeks in a row. Por siete semanas seguidas. The only reason they took Monday off. El único día que tomaban libre era el lunes. And it had to be washed someday. No so they chose Monday to wash their clothes. Las, la and they would pray every night till 3 or 4 in the morning. Because their whole focus was on God. And what he was doing. Time was not the issue. They had terms back then like praying through. Or pleading the blood. It's, it's a focused issue. Does anybody know what attention deficit disorder is? We have Christians right now that have spiritual attention deficit disorder. Because Monday may fall apart and you about lose your salvation. Because you can't observe what God is doing. Before I run out of time, I got lots of scripture. Verse 22, while you're still in Romans, let's read that. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. I'll be very honest with you. The closer I get to God, the less I feel I know. The more I read this, the less I feel I know. Have you ever met people that, that think they're so wise? Are they really that wise? No, they come off kind of arrogant, pain in the neck. And, it's this experience. Remember when Jesus stepped in front of Peter? For the first time. He said, depart from me. I'm unclean. Please stay away. John the Revelator. And I think around chapter 20 or 22. I think it's 22. Just an angel stepping in front of him. He fell on his face. He says, I'm not worthy. I'm unclean. And, and, and he lifted him up and said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm a servant just like you. The closer you get to God, the, the, the more you observe him, the more you get to know him, the less of you that can stand in his presence. I, I, I don't have time to read it, but read Job 9 sometime. Don't, I'm, we're not going there. Job, 
Job is basically saying it was him who commanded the sun to rise. And it's him that commands it to set. And he begins to list out it's him that spreads out the heavens. It's him that's got control of the stars. And so he paints this picture about what great things he does. Uh, Hebrews 11 verse number 3 is where you're going. It starts by observing what is already made. If you want to get your spiritual ears to work, your spiritual eyes have got to observe what he has already done naturally. Job said, even in my misery, I know that he commands the sun. And when he says to rise, it rises. And when he says to set, it sets. Job says, I'm going to observe him even in this pain. I'm going to recognize him. How many people, you remember Brother Millie? They would say, wow, he, he's really got good spiritual ears. Do you know what he does sometimes? He just gets excited like, like in spring. That first time you cut the grass. You smell it. They found him laying out on the grass just looking at the grass. And, and his wife asked him one time, what are you doing? He said, have you ever seen the, the depth of green that lies right below the grass that has died in the spring when it comes up. He said, no, I've never really taken time. He said, isn't God awesome? That when we think it's all dead and wasted, if you just start looking underneath, you can start seeing the green come back and, and the beautiful colors. He, he's told me many times, Brother Inger, if you would just observe the natural things, the spiritual things will start making sense. We have a saying in English that says you need to take time to smell the roses. In this world that we live in, it almost becomes too fast pace for us to step back and recognize God. I'm challenging you as you grow in your relationship to slow down and smell the roses. Glorify him like you were created to do. I, I love, I love, my wife's here. I love my wife. I love my wife. But I love sometimes just getting by myself. Pero a veces estar solo. In the middle of, of nowhere sometimes. En la la and just start looking around. Y a ver a su breathing the air. Eh, oler el and oh God, you're so good. Y ver que está todo I, I just, I love getting lost a veces me gusta, in his handiwork. It has been the best thing that has sharpened my spiritual ears is simply to observe the natural things that he's already created. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13, the faith chapter. Um, 
If I ever say we're going to the faith chapter, it's chapter 11. In English, we say chapter 11 is bankrupt. You have the same term in Spanish? When, when, I, when, I tell, when I tell the banker, I'm, I'm filing chapter 11. What I'm confessing to him is, is I'm broke and I'm filing bankruptcy. And here's your car back. And here, here's the house back. And here's, right? Uh, can I point out too, has anybody ever read chapter 11, Hebrews? It starts off by all these miracles. And basically what is a confession that they observe God doing this and they observe God doing that. Observe God doing this. It talks about dead being raised and Sarah having a child when she was beyond age. And all this miraculous thing. And then you get to the, the end of the chapter and it says, oh yeah, some were killed, some were tortured. Uh, they were sawn asunder, fed to lions, and, and then it says this, but all have obtained faith. All of their faith was good, because whether they were having the, mir the miracle or the problem, they said, God, I see your hand in all of this. You're involved in this. So it says this. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Um, 13, or three, I'm sorry. Yep. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Dice, por la fe entendemos haber sido, es versículo 3, no el 3, hermanos. Había dicho el pastor 13, pero es 3. Por la fe entendemos haber sido constituido el universo por la palabra de Dios, de modo que lo que se ve fue hecho de lo que no se veía. There is this beautiful connection between the natural things God has made and the spiritual things that God has made. That's what you have to do. You have to walk that same connection. I love what Psalmist David said. He said the heavens declare the glory of God. And, and he says, you know, the, the firmament shows his handiwork. The foundation shows it. He said this, and in, in, in this is Psalm, Psalms 19 verse 2. He says, day unto day utter a speech. And night unto night showeth knowledge. God will first speak to you when you observe what he has already done. When you begin to glorify what he's already done, then he can add to you. Then he can speak to you. David was saying, man, day by day he talks to me. And night by night, I just gain knowledge. This has got to be your goal. Um, David also said this. A fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Why would David call him a fool? Why would, they say, why would David say a fool is the one that says there's no God? Go ahead. 
David goes on to say, exactly. La mano dice porque sí se se puede ver lo que él creó. That's exactly right. In, in that chapter 14, David says, if people just look around, how can they say that there's not a God? I know that we have all these college students here. I, I want to tell you that evolution is the biggest joke that's ever walked the face of this earth. Do you know that evolution is just as much of a faith or a religion as believing in creation? They have no proof of it. They can't scientifically prove it. So they must take a step of faith to receive it. it. It's incredible that we lie to our children. And, and by the way, I'm going to throw into global warming is a lie. Don't worry about it. God's got it all in control. Dios todo lo tiene en control. I, I've told you this before. I always get a, I get a laugh out of it. Siempre se ríe la gente. They'll, they'll say, this is the coldest winter on record. La gente dice, este es el invierno más Since 1913. Desde 1913. Well, then no, it isn't. Because if you said it was already happened in 1913, then it's not the coldest day on record. No es el más frío ahora. It was similar to a day in 1913. <laughs> this earth operates in, I, I, I teach science. This earth operates in cycles. Crazy. We haven't had this much rain since the 80s. Meaning we've had this much rain back in the 80s. But it's global warming. Oh, I'm sorry, now it's climate change because it's global cooling actually right now. And they changed their mind on <laughs> I observe you, God. Why don't you stand with me? I've got much, much more to go through, but, but, but here's where this starts. If you truly want to get close to God, look for him every day and every night and bring glory to him for what he's already done. And your eyes will start opening. Your understanding will start expanding. Your knowledge will grow. But it starts with that very simple concept. I observe what you're doing right now. Go ahead and appreciate the sunset. Shout when you hear the rain. I sleep good at, when, the, when it starts raining. I'm out like a baby. I, if I've got one complaint about my wife, it's this. So this is like some young, young ladies training. When it rains, I want to run out and start dancing in the rain. She's like, no, my hair. I just fixed my hair. I am not going out in that rain. I just fixed my hair. Have, have, it's the only thing we've ever argued about. I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go. I just took a bath. I am not going out in the rain. I want to run in the rain. I like splashing in the pool. I like what he's done. I enjoy what he's done. I've been asked many times. 
Brother Inger, what did you have to do to hear God so well? Hermano Inger, ¿qué se necesita para cómo usted escucha a Dios? I said I just had to start looking. No, pero yo tengo que empezar a observar o a buscar. He always is speaking. Él siempre ha estado allí. If you're willing to listen. Si estamos dispuestos a a oír. Let's pray together. Vamos ahora juntos. Father, I'm just beginning tonight to help these sweet people get closer to you. I'm asking you, God, put something in their heart that even tomorrow they start looking for you. Maybe even on the way home they look up in the sky and just see your handiwork. Or maybe it's a smell or fragrance. And God, I'm asking you just to begin to open up our observation so that we can receive you so we can recognize you. And again, we'll give you glory and honor in all these things. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Go looking for him. If you look close enough, you'll even see God in me. And I'll see God in you if you look close enough. We'll stop looking at the faults. Do you know what that person's doing? I don't know. Can you see Jesus in them? Amen. You're dismissed.